Okay, so here's a question for you. How fun is your brand? So that might seem like a bit of an odd question for me to be just jumping into this Christina Talks episode with, but let me give you a bit of context. When we are onboarding our social media management clients at Green Umbrella Marketing, one of the things we do is we go through something called a fact find. Now, it's essentially like a brain burgle of the business owner so we can really get under the skin of the business. It's about 18 questions long. And to be honest, it's not the most exciting appointment in the world because of the information we're trying to gather in it. But the final question is, on a scale of one to 10, how fun is your business? And it's really interesting when you see people's responses to this question, because some people think about their business from a from an inward perspective. So they think about the team and they start to tell us about the kind of jokes they have amongst the team and the characters and that kind of stuff. But what we're really asking is actually on a scale of one to 10, how fun do you want your brand to be perceived? And ideally, we kind of we want to be able to give people an insight into your business. We want to allow people to see your organization as being a fun brand to work with. Now, depending on the, the area you're in, the industry you're from, the sector that you serve, it might be that fun doesn't feel like a, a good word. You don't want, you know, we want to be seen as professionals. We don't want people thinking that we're just having a lot, you know, taking their money off them and then you know, going skydiving or something. That's a bit of a crappy example, but I'm sure you get the point. So maybe consider the question a slightly different way. So, you know, how human is your brand? How personal is your brand? And, you know, relate it to your company, your business, but also related to your personal brand as well. The reality is people buy from people. It is it's kind of one of those adages I'm sick of saying. Um, of course, people buy from people. If you need to buy a particular service, whether it's uh, you know a marketing service or you're buying a house and you need a mortgage, you've got multiple options. And the person you tend to go with more often than not, you know, it's going to be the person you can put the most trust in. It's the person you feel like you know the most or like the most or trust the most. And yes, of course, price and packages and all that kind of stuff comes into it. But when you come down to the last couple of options, you're generally swayed by going with the person you have the best relationship with. So you need to try and where you can through your activities. So whether it is your marketing activities, your sales activities, just your general approach to business, you need to find a way of creating affinity with people. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it's easy for me to say, because as a marketing agency, people expect us to be fun. They expect to, um, you know, expect us to be doing some kind of like, you know, creative stuff and you know we've been able to use stories to put that fun element into the brand one of the things that comes up quite often is the um the giraffe that that features in the brand so if you've had any um training from me or you've sat on a webinar that i presented quite often there is a a giraffe in the background a five foot inflatable giraffe that kind of looks like he's whispering in my ear um, or if you've been to one of our face-to-face -face workshops, we put a little squeaky giraffe in everyone's place. And of course, everyone wants to know what the crack is with the giraffe. So we explain when we're delivering information. Sometimes we can be accused of going a million miles an hour, getting a bit too technical. And not everyone in the room is kind of, you know, staying up with us and 
the idea is in those moments when everything's going over your head, the giraffe represents a giraffe's fart because when you stand under a giraffe and it farts, it goes right over your head. And yes, when I stand on a stage or in front of a room of people or I'm presenting on a webinar, it feels a bit odd telling that story. It's a bit awkward and quirky, but people buy into it. They love it. They love the story. They get the analogy and it makes us stand out. It makes us memorable. Being able to tell a story and a story that will resonate with people, whether it grips them emotionally or whether it's just something that's going to stay in their head is really, really powerful from a marketing perspective. And it does allow you to humanize yourself, your brand, bring some fun in, make you more approachable. The more you're getting these emotional responses out of people, the reality is that, you know, the more those people connect with you as an individual. So when they need your product or service, they're not hitting Google and looking for who can supply that mortgage or who can run their email marketing campaigns or run their Facebook ads for them. They're actually just searching for your company name or maybe they're hitting LinkedIn and just looking you up instead. I think that when your marketing activities are working that way, things are, everything's just so much easier. Everything becomes inbound. You're not having, you know, the calls you make are you're returning other people's calls or, you know, someone's messaged you, asking you, begging you to call them even. You know, they're the types of calls you want to make because they're the ones that convert without much effort whatsoever. So really, really try and focus on that. How can you position yourself? How can you position your brand? What stories can you create or or can you tell that actually allow people to really understand what it is you do and how you can help them um, and who you can help as well? It's amazing when you're able to tell a story and you're describing the person in the story and those people that are listening to you realize that or feel that you could be talking about them. Um, I'm due to do a session tomorrow where I'm going to be talking to someone about um, getting comfortable on video and being comfortable live streaming, that sort of stuff. One of the stories I'm going to share during that session is um, someone I've worked with this year in 2020 and um, Basically, they were really nervous of any sort of social media content, even putting an update out on LinkedIn. We, they would only update LinkedIn when we were on a call together. We'd write the post together. And essentially, I'd be going, not essentially, literally, I'd be going three, two, one, post. And we'd hit that publish button together. That's how nervous they were of, of putting something out into the world. And the reality is that individual, we kind of, you know, we, we've gone from there to them actually posting stuff themselves to them now creating regular video. And the big block with the video was that they actually, um, they have a speech impediment and they were nervous of sharing video and, you know, how would they be perceived and that kind of stuff. And we had conversations around how, um, you know, they're, their message was more important than their insecurities. That's a line I like when I talk to people about video. Um, and, you know, it's, it's really nice to see that they've gone from that real point of nervousness to posting each week. Now, I will use that story tomorrow and I will really dig into certain elements of that story that I know are going to resonate with the individual I'm working with because everything I'm going to teach them tomorrow, everything I'm going to share with them I want them to take on and implement 
And if it's just a case of Christina says do this and Christina says do that, then I don't know, maybe 20% of it gets implemented. Maybe only one thing gets implemented. Whereas if there's a story there and someone can latch on to that and they can kind of go, do you know what? If someone like me can do it, there's no reason I don't do it. Or if there's, you know, if they look at it and go, you know, if, if the, the person with a speech impediment can do it, I can do it. All of that really, really matters, really matters. Um, you know, there are stories I have of myself. Recording this podcast, I was quite nervous, not nervous, that's the wrong word. It took me a lot of back and forth to decide to create this podcast because I'm so embedded in the Green Umbrella brand that I think people think of Green Umbrella before they think of Christina, which is a really good place to be because if I do in the future want to sort of go on to sell the business myself, the stronger that GU is as a brand rather than Christina being the brand, the more value there is in the business. But equally, that became a bit of an excuse for me to not put this podcast out because who wants to listen to me? And then someone pointed out the fact that people pay money to listen to me. People pay money to have conversations with me, hear the crap that falls out of my mouth and the tips and the wisdoms and the, you know, everything else that is kind of the stuff I've learned over the years and forgotten just falls out in that conversation. So remember to make your brand you, to make it personal, to, to bring the human in. Don't get too stuck in the corporate. Don't get too stuck in the, the, the business itself and allow yourself the opportunity to have a bit of fun with it, to be personable, to be human, to create those relationships, to connect with people through your, through your humor, through your expertise um, and make yourself approachable because at the end of the day, if you can do that within your brand, then, you know, if you're scoring a, a 10 out of 10 when it comes to how fun your brand is or how engaging it is or, you know, how, how human it is, how personal it, personal it is, how approachable it is, you can't not get business out of social media. I hope that was really useful. It's something that comes up again and again and again. And you know, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was to share the stuff that I'm saying all the time and repeating to so many people and just share with it, share it with as many people as possible. Um, if you did find it of use or you think that, you know, some of the interviews on the podcast that you've listened to would be useful to anyone you know, please, please, please share the links. Um, tell them about the podcast, get them subscribing. Um, and yeah, I look forward to um, being in your ears another time very soon.